There's a yard in the galaxy. There is, dude. You know, but you know, they need to start paying their landscapers because it's starting like, to get a little like, nasty. Like grass or like prison. From the mountains to the east to the caves to the west, you're listening to the real WTH show. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number one four. Sorry, Wilson and I are both under the weather a little bit, but you know nothing crazy. You kids, I just have allergies. That's all. That's pretty. See, much... I sound fine. It's just my nose. Yeah, but we're sniffling a lot, so we're kind of trying something here. We're muting each other in between while we're talking so you're not hearing a bunch of sniffles um but this is episode 104 of the real wth show i am tommy and i'm joined here with uh a man who has the i want to say the maybe the weakest playlist of all um when it comes to music wilson wilson how are you i'm good and there's nothing wrong with my playlist my playlists are good that was someone else's playlist and it was one song, and it just started. Okay, so we're talking about Marco Polo here. And uh, Wilson, one, has a really bad habit, really bad habit of having his music or a podcast being played in the background while he's trying to Marco Polo. So there's a lot of background noise. And all of a sudden, it is just this lame, the lamest song plays in the background. And he's pawning it off as, oh, it's someone else's playlist now. Whatever whatever it is i showed you guys my library it's got good music in there are you saying library when it's library it's library speaking of library oh yeah yeah got some some good news uh we're gonna be starting like we said the uh facing evil book for our next real wth library and um this is gonna bug so many people if i just keep saying library it's already bugging me (laughs) (laughs) and uh we're actually gonna have the author on for some some stuff talked to him today or not today yesterday and planned it all out so well kind of planned it started to plan it so that'll be cool yeah and you're gonna actually meet up with him i think next weekend or the weekend after i can't remember one of the upcoming yeah next weekend yeah because because Today, he is actually participating in the 48th annual, I think, Pig Bowl, which is where firefighter or pigs, what's it called? I thought it was th- Guns and Hoses, but this is something I different. Swear, no, no, I think it's the same thing. Maybe maybe it is just cops and it's cops from different departments or something like that. Yeah, because the Pig Bowl, I think, does that, but the um, the Guns and Hoses is the police versus firefighters yeah i'm not sure but i i, I saw it 
on Rockland PD's website. There's a guy there who's his jersey has the name of one of their officers that passed away like 15 years ago. So um, it's a football game with cops and possibly firefighters. I don't know. Firefighters are in the stands because they're jealous that they don't know how to play football. That's what it is. Yeah, probably. All right. Well, you know, Wilson, I, I think it's time. I think people want to know. Speaking of road signs. Beers and cheers. What are you drinking today, my dude? Um, what did I tell you it was? In something? Uh, you said it was in booze, which I've never heard of before. Uh, blueberry peach infused cobbler, which is a, a drink, but what kind of uh, alcohol is it? Uh, it's vodka. I guess this this company sends you like a giant tea bag looking thing, and <laughs> you said tea bag, yeah. And uh, you pour whatever vodka or I think any type of booze you want in it, and you let it sit for a couple days, and it infuses the flavor into whatever you put it in that's kind of a cool idea i never heard of that me either until christmas because uh what are we calling her now cupid something uh, uh clarissa she, the cupid i think sure she got she got this for christmas from somebody so that was the first time i heard of it all right well go ahead and give that it, it's it's dark it, look, it looks like a tea uh but yeah it does it smells good though Go ahead and try that bad boy. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. Is it sweet? Maybe just a little bit, but not really. I mean, it just adds whatever the flavor. You can definitely like taste the flavor in it. Um, yeah, it's not bad. I think it'd be good. I mean, I think on the website it says for like sipping, but I think it'd be better mixed into something just to give it like the flavor. Like a fireball? No, no, no. Not that. So is Inboos the alcohol or is Inboos the tea bag? Inboos is just the tea bag thing. So There's basically, a lot of tea going on in the show. <laughs> so basically, there is no alcohol in the tea bag. It's just no, you supply the alcohol. So you could put, you could really use any sort of liqueur or liquor over that tea bag. Yeah. And I think anybody could do this themselves. It's just the, the stuff they give you is like, dehydrated or something so you put it in there and it kind of well that's what tea is yeah yeah but i'm saying like i think you could do this with like fresh fruit they just figured out a way to do it with you know preserved fruit gotcha well i'm pretty sure you could probably do it with any tea probably um ooh, he's mixing something he's adding to it he's adding a spindrift something or another what is that, Wilson? That is not Spindrift. This is, what's it called? Limitless, like the, the show with the pill. Um, but Sorry, this is Bradley a sparkling, Cooper. yeah, this is a sparkling water. Um, this one is mango something, mango flavored. Mango, 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 you're incredible. Um, but this this sparkling water has some type of thing in it that helps support relaxation like melatonin you're gonna you're gonna pass out like here in a second watch yes definitely better mixed in something 
not bad. So, look so, at you being a chemist. I know. If you take it, let's see. If I take into account the flavor, like I think the way it's supposed to be drank and mixing it, I'd probably give it a three and a half. If it was just like straight drinking it, it'd probably be like a three. Yeah. Or you could even try it with different waters. You know, you try it with a mango, you, you could try it with more of, you know, there's a peach, um, a LaCroix a or whatever. Lime. lime one would probably be good. Yeah. Or whatever would complement those fruits in there. Now, did she get this thing as a, uh, what do you call it? Like a gift set to where there's multiple flavors or is it just all that blueberry one? I think it was all just the blueberry, peach, whatever one. I should look into that. Um, I kind of really thought about doing that with my waters. Because I could just do it with my waters and just add like a tea bag to it. <laughs> oh yeah, tea bag, so funny. Three and a half—that's not bad. And and that's that's actually something completely new. We've never done like a like a tea. Yeah, it's, it's like a alcohol tea. Well, twisted tea, but no, no, not the same. Not the same. You you would not do very well using this one as a weapon because it's not. It's like a not that. Yeah, it's like a kiss across the cheek. We have a, a cheer. Oh, first of all, before we get into our cheers, a little update from last show. Um, we were talking about uh, the LAPD officers and the one that was in the hospital at the time. Officer Wilbert Mora has since passed away um, between our last show and this show. And uh, I think they've already had the funeral procession for Rivera. I don't think they've had the one for Mora yet. But um, did you hear the uh, the widow of Rivera, what she said at the funeral? I did not, no. She basically, from what I read, like, she kind of went off on everything. Kind of like the police commissioner person that went off that day it happened? Yeah, I'm going to try to find it real quick because I want to do it some justice. So the widow of slain NYPD officer Jason Rivera writ Manhattan District Attorney, which is we talked to last show that the, the DAs are a huge part of the problem. Uh, Alvin Bragg in her husband's eulogy at his funeral Friday morning as she described the gut wrenching moment she found out he'd been killed, um, which is hard to watch because she's like crying through this thing and she's young. This is the New York Post. It says, Although you won't be here anymore, I want you to live through me. The system continues to fail us. We are not safe anymore, not even the members of the service. I know you are tired of these laws, especially the ones from the new DA. I hope he's watching you speak through me right now. Um, uh, Dominique Luzuriaga told mourners at St. Patrick's Cathedral as they gave her a standing ovation. Um, she just went off and she says, I'm sure all our blue family is tired too, but I promise, we promise that your death won't be in vain. Um, this is as Luzuriaga delivered the emotional, emotionally charged marks. Bragg was in the audience enlisting. Law enforcement sources said he also uh, attended Rivera's wake Thursday night, but his family um, walked into the back so they didn't have to sit with him. And later in the evening, someone told the embattled DA that the family wouldn't be coming out until he left. It says, uh, this Friday was different. We had an argument, you know, and it's hard being a cop's wife sometimes. It's hard being patient when, pl when plans were canceled or we would go days without seeing each other. And we were arguing because I didn't want you to use your job phone while we were together. 
you were so mad that you took your LeBron jersey down, gave me your chain, and put the lotions I gave you for your ashy hands in the bag and said, here, take them. It says, Luzariaga said when the two left Rivera's apartment, she decided to order an Uber instead of driving with him because she didn't want to continue arguing. You asked me if you are, she asked me if you are sure that you don't want me to take you home. It might be the last ride I give you. I said no, and that was probably the biggest mistake I ever made. This is rough. Um, later that day, Rivera and his partner, Officer Wilbert Mora, were responding to a domestic violence call in Harlem. Uh, we talked about the story last week, um, and um, they were uh, they were killed. And it they said, were ambushed. Ambushed. Yep. Uh, moments later, Luz Riaga saw the notification pop up on her Citizen app that showed two cops had been shot in Harlem and said that her heart dropped. I immediately texted you and asked you, are you okay? Please tell me you're okay. I know that you're mad right now, but just text me you're okay. At least tell me you're busy. I get no response, Luzuriaga said. We used to share locations on Find My iPhone when I checked yours. I see that you're at Harlem Hospital. I thought maybe you were sitting on a perp, but still nothing. Uh, she frantically, I'm just going to say she, it's so hard for with my cold, it's so hard for me to say her name. Uh, she frantically called uh, and called and started to feel that something wasn't right. Then I got a call asking if I'm Jason's wife. And then I had to rush to the hospital, she said. Um, walking all those steps, seeing everybody staring at me, it was the scariest moment I've experienced. Nobody was telling me anything. Dozens of people were surrounding me, and yet I felt alone. I couldn't believe you left me. Seeing you in a hospital bed wrapped up in sheets, not hearing you when I was talking to you broke me. I asked why. I said to you, wake up, baby. I'm here. A little bit of hope I had that you would come back to life just to say goodbye or say I love you one more time has left. I was lost. I am still lost. Today, I am still in this nightmare that I wish I never had. But, I mean, it's just also to show you that, um, you know, the, I mean, it's, it's so sad because, like, the last time they talked to each other, it was they're in an argument. And that's rough, dude, especially as, like, a husband you know myself i'm sitting and there you like, know they're like a newly married couple because he was only what 22 22 um but she blasted the da and she put it out there so i mean if we take anything from this it's one settle those arguments don't let them last don't let them go overnight i know it's tough but don't let them go overnight um and yeah the the da's are are getting it and they should um they're part of this problem and we would have two officers uh alive now um at least in new york if this what guy wasn't out on the street because i believe he had a rap sheet uh and he shouldn't have been out on the street and, and then we had uh three officers shot houston. in houston yeah Just, what was that yesterday a uh, couple days ago i think that yeah. video that video was heart-wrenching too i saw that on breaking barriers um just you know it was a full-on like shootout like it was it was crazy sounding and you know and then after obviously you know we lost officer wilbert mora um a few days later after um officer rivera passed away so that was just a little update on last week's show um because during that time uh mora was still hanging on for dear life but i did read that mora uh did uh have his like i guess a organ donated that saved someone's life so in the last act of his life he did save someone else's so you know props to him okay so our uh new cheers i would say for this week um 
is it was brought to us by uh, Ryan, Ryan Moody. Um, so shout out to him. But uh, Ryan Moody this, with the booty. <laughs> oh yeah. This is this is a tough one, but it, it's it ends on a happy note. It's it's probably tough for a lot of people, but especially parents, especially to watch the video, because um, I know uh, Ryan said he watched it once, and then I I found the video and I sent it to him, and I said, "Is this one?" He's like. Yeah, that's it. I can't watch it again. So, um, but uh, in LA on January 19th, Sergeant, oh my gosh, where'd it go? Bumjin Kim. Uh, yes, Bum, Bum, whatever he said, Kim. We're going to go with Kim because that's easier to say. Sergeant uh, Kim. He was, he was patrolling. He got flagged down by a father who was carrying his three year old child. And he ran up to him and said, I don't know what's going on. Um, the child was blue and was not breathing. So, Kim, you can hear him in the video, get on the radio, immediately ask for paramedics to come. He takes the child and he tries to dislodge whatever is in the child's throat. Um, he ends up doing a couple of the baby toddler Heimlichs on him where you flip them flip them on their stomach and kind of hit their back and um he actually uh dislodges whatever it is that the baby has in its mouth and the baby starts to breathe again and you can hear the baby start crying so kim says at the time it didn't really cross my mind because it was about trying to get the baby breathing again uh 10 minutes later i started to feel it the sigh of relief and how fragile life can be um but the video the video is pretty intense. Um, we'll probably post it on Instagram after after this post or before it even. But uh, yeah, it's good to see um, news stories where you see the police doing good because that happens all the time, just not covered as much. Yeah, he basically says his father himself, and you know he he was, he was pretty calm during the whole thing too, which is. Yeah, always was. amazes always amazes me during that um how calm people like these guys could be but then afterwards they have that oh crap moment like what did i like i can't believe i just did that it's like amazing like the the video of that officer with the veteran yeah, i was in front of the, the that's what i was thinking whatever it was the hospital the veterans hospital yeah when you start crying yeah so that's good stuff man i've seen a video similar to this it was yeah, I think we had another cheers that was almost this exact same this thing. This is what I thought it was, but it was taken from the dash cam and the whole thing unfolded like on the hood of the car, like right there. That's good stuff right there. I mean, I hope the kid's doing good. I, I as a young man, I choked on a runt candy, you know, little banana ones, and it got lodged in my throat. And my mom saved my life. She did the babe like little baby Heimlich on me and I coughed it out. So you you choked on the banana. I did, Wilson. It was a little banana. Says the guy holding a cat right now. Get out of here, knucklehead. I'm not holding a cat. I have video of it. So with that, we wanna uh oh I'm drinking coffee, by the way. That's good. I wish I was drinking coffee. Because it's like negative eight outside and I was shoveling snow. I deserve this, Wilson. What kind of coffee? french roast so with that we want to uh give a 
Roll WTH cheers to LAPD Sergeant Bumjin Kim for saving a little girl's life. Thank you, sir. Cheers. Cheers. I saw something yesterday. I don't know when it happened. I, it it might have been yesterday or the day before. Did you see a story about the shooting in Tennessee on the highway? I might have. I I have a shooting up on my thing, but this one's in LA. Uh, whereabouts in Tennessee did this one happen? Uh, I think they said like I-65 or something like that. I'm not sure if I saw that video. It was it was around Nashville, in the Nashville area. But the 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 so there's there's two videos of it. One is from a bystander because they closed the highway down. Um, this guy was sitting on a guardrail on the highway, so the, the police got called for that, and um, they show up. I don't the whole story hasn't exactly come out yet. Um, but they ended up shutting the highway down. Um, I think so. I think that the guy said that he had a weapon on him. I'm seeing because that they describe it as a shiny cylindrical object from his pocket. Exactly. So initially, um, this bystander sent the video to a news station, the news station published a video cut the video or pause the video at the point where the guy gets shot and um you can still hear the audio so you hear the guy get shot you just don't see it and that was all that came out and people were going off like saying oh you just murder somebody because they're sitting on the guardrail now it just they're like oh why is there 20 police officers there 20 people can use a taser or a beanbag gun to take this guy down and and resolve the situation without shooting him and then people were saying oh officers live for this this is what they want when they wake up in the morning they want to go out and shoot people i hate that. and then there were a lot of a lot of comments that said why haven't they released the race of this person and i'm like why why does that matter for one and then i think uh it's like mount something police department was was uh wearing a body camera at the at the Mount shooting Juliet Mount Juliet and they decide okay we're going to release this footage because there's this huge controversy over the shooting and the footage they released completely justifies this entire shooting you can hear the officer trying to talk to the guy and say come on man we we can help you uh if you're worried about going to jail you're not going to go to jail all you're doing is is you're on the highway you know you're, you're not going to go to jail. If you need help, we can, we can help you. And then you hear the officer saying, why do you have your hand in your pocket? What's in your pocket? Is it, a, is it a gun? What is it? We need to know. And then the guy pulls the item out of his pocket, takes a shooting stance, points at the officers. And that's when they open fire. Yeah. Um, the object ended up being a box cutter. Right. Um, some box cutters had that little angle on them where it could look like a gun. Yeah, exactly. But either way, you take the stance, you don't have that time to sit there and, all right, pause. Okay, let's zoom in. Is that a gun? Is it a gun? What is that? Yeah. You don't have that yeah. time. Yeah. And people, it, it just makes me so mad that people go off the initial headline where I think they said nine officers fired 20 rounds or something like that at this guy. Um, yeah, there were a lot of officers there. They were, they were trying to de-escalate the situation. People were saying, why didn't they have a mental health expert out there? 
they they deal with these situations every day without murder and it it, it just like it bugs me like it for one they did not know what what weapon this guy had right which that's taken into account during during the review of these shootings you know it's it's the information at hand uh when it happens and a um what do you call it a a normal officer like you they have to take in the re, the reaction of what a normal officer would do with the information at hand right and they they had no idea what this guy had and they tried to talk him down why why are you going to bring a mental health person in there who has no training in like hand-to-hand combat anything like that and no no way to defend themselves if something bad does happen and then you have to take into account like you can see from the video they probably should have stopped traffic way before because going no no traffic was stopped but it was stopped like within less than 100 yards of all this happening so they probably should have should have stopped traffic a little bit before that but i mean it's it's a very busy highway you can tell it's like a the 10 lane highway okay um so that's probably what they had to work with at the time and you have to take into account the fact they don't know what kind of weapon this guy has. If he does have a gun, their backdrop was off the highway, like into fields. But that guy was facing towards where the 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 uh, public's cars were stopped. Yeah. So if that guy ends up shooting, it could go off and and hit somebody in the community. It could it could you know you have no idea, and when what are they supposed to do wait until they like can see for sure it's a box cutter even though he's holding it like it's a gun well that's the whole suicide by cop thing is essentially that is and that's like what uh what was that guy's name in sacramento um stefan clark yeah it was just a cell phone the video i saw he had his cell phone up and he grabbed it he went like this yeah we're really quick that looks like a gun and You got shot and it was night yeah you start playing victim i mean and this- and what made me mad too is the um the guy who they shot his sister comes out right away and says we didn't know of anything going on with him blah 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 just going off on how great a person he was and and all this stuff and um she posts something about it that says these cops murdered my brother and and all this stuff and and people are saying look at what she said like they just gunned him down because he was sitting on a guardrail um why are you listening to what she's she was not there like you have no idea what what happened i'm trying to actually see if if they have released the uh nationality of him just he was white okay yeah yeah it, it oh and one of the one of the comments too was a black person uh talking to another black person saying hey check your dms we're gonna mobilize or something like that and get over there yeah yeah really okay but my comment gets gets you know flagged you know oh that was a dm so oh and it 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 did mention blm as well yeah so they're not helping themselves out at any by by doing those things you know like like i said yeah Again, listen to the new Kid Rock song. That's all I gotta say. Um, you know, it's great. You know, be, even Kid Rock, he says Black Lives Do Matter. They do, not the organization. 
you he, know he says it in much more colorful language yeah than that, but. i play the song for my wife she's like uh I, that's the the lyrics are so cheesy i'm all oh come on i'm all how awesome is that when he says uh what did he say at the very very beginning i love it he said close the border the media embraces big don does it and they call him racist i'm like yeah boom right there oh that's awesome but anyways uh yeah so this looks like clearly like a suicide by cop and it sucks it's just the way it is you know and if yeah this kind of stuff happens and what they're gonna do is you know they when they don't show the full thing there's a reason for it because they're out of respect for the family you know you don't want to see him get shot and killed so we're not going to show that and they don't want to show that on tv and everything but when the law enforcement officers and you know agencies are coming under fire all the time they're gonna be like you know what we're tired of you know being the fall guy for this because our da's don't have our back so here's what we're gonna do we're just gonna show you the video we don't care what you see because here it is and it's night just playing right there right in front of your face and people go well you know it's not what it looked like no it's exactly what it looked like yeah i mean let's look at kyle rittenhouse we saw the video i'm like dude was getting attacked clearly right there now here's the thing if that like antifa member dude didn't have that phone and and they weren't filming that he probably would have found guilty yeah you know so you know they're and they're they're the ones that were filming it you know so it's kind of like you know and i'm all for people filming things i really don't care if, if you're innocent you're innocent if you're guilty you're guilty you know but when you're filming it to a point to where you're getting involved in something or up in their face and you're like getting like look at george floyd for instance when they're they're actually like m- crowding around the officers you're you're becoming part of the problem at this point yeah so you know it, it's it's sad you know but i i hate it when people play victim uh and stuff like this uh i mean maybe the dude have did have mental mental issues um but clearly a death wish and if it if if it would have gone to the worst possible scenario where it was a gun and that guy fired off rounds and hit somebody they'd be blaming the cops for that they they get blamed no matter what yeah it's it's become a thankless job yeah unless you're sergeant bumjin kim yeah um and and that's the that's the only time so on that same note we're gonna make this happier i promise you <laughs> uh this comes from la just because i want to blast la as much long as i can because uh la's da la's doing everything completely wrong uh as far as uh politics go so it says the los angeles county sheriff's department is asking for the public's help in finding a man who shot another man in lancaster then chased the victim down and shot him again multiple times while he was on the phone with 911. Uh, Detective James Phillips of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department said the suspect opened fire on an unsuspecting driver, later identified as Jason Castillo, near the intersection of Challenger Way and Avenue K in the early morning hours of December 3rd. Um, We believe, we definitely believe with the evidence we have that during the shooting, they actually, they had actually crashed into each other. We are guessing that the suspect was ramming into the victim's vehicle, Phillips said. Castillo, whom investigators described as a family man with no criminal history, was wounded in the initial attack and fled to a nearby gas station to call for help, authorities said. However, 
The shooter was driving around looking for the victim, Phillips said. And once he found Castillo, the shooter carried out what Phillips called a violent, brutal attack that seems unwarranted. The shooter pulled up to the gas station in his white four-door BMW, possibly a three series with tinted windows and gray rims that, that likely has front end damage due to crash, hopped out and opened fire again, surveillance video shows. Mr. Casillo was on the phone with 911 and was laying on the ground, explaining to the operator that he had been shot while driving. The suspect approached Mr. Castillo as he laid there and shot additional rounds into his head, Phillips said. Castillo miraculously survived the shooting, though he remains in critical condition and is unable to speak, which is, I read that, I was like, wow. Like, that's crazy that he's alive. Now, the sheriff's department is asking for information to help them find the shooter. We definitely tried many avenues, and now we are asking for the public's help, Phillips said. The L.A. County Board of Supervisors and the City of Lancaster are offering a $20,000 reward for the arrest and conviction of the suspect. Um, here's the thing. Like, and the reason why I bring this one up, because, I mean, this isn't really any different than a lot of shootings. I mean, this was more like a, a, a like a uh, execution at the end is what that seemed like. Um the thing is, um, this is the violence that's happening in L.A. all the time. This is what's happening in New York all the time. And the, who, who, who do they blame for this? They blame uh, legal gun owners, uh, racial injustice. They blame, um, they, 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 they blame all these things other than their own things, like their, their, their own selves, right? Like their, their policies. If you crack down on crime, you're going to have less crime. But when you make it so lax, you're going to have executions in the streets like this. So they know they know who did it, right? Uh, the no. camera at the gas station must have gotten a license plate at least. They was looking for a male. Um, so, they, well, the camera. I'm going to go out on. A, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this guy probably has a rap sheet and it's yeah. probably uh right now probably released uh award or something uh due to the laws in california yeah he so at at the time you when this incident occurred you, you're saying yeah yeah and right now he's just laying low because he knows and then once this dies down he's going to come back out and no one's ever going to find out when they yeah. had him the first time uh, there is a surveillance photo, the, the video, uh, for some reason, it's not on, oh, this is live. I was wondering what I was watching. There's, I was like, there's like a uh, high-speed chase in LA right now. It just popped up. So I'm sitting oh. here like zoning out. I will OJ? watch these. Uh, no, I will watch oh. these things for hours. I'm sitting there like, oh, okay. It cracks me up because LAPD, dude, they do this every day. Like there's yeah. a high-speed chase. And they just like, they just fall forever because they, they know they're going to win. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here like, come on, someone just pit maneuver them, pit, someone pit maneuver them. I'm just hoping for like a, not a shootout because that puts the, the cops lives in danger. I'm hoping these guys like just go too fast around a corner and just roll it. <laughs> Cause I, I find that funny when, when the suspect does stupid things like that. Um, I was wondering what, cause it kept popping up and breaking up my story. I couldn't, I was like, is this part of? I mean, who knows? That could be the guy right there. It's unfolded. It's here live, folks. And you're gonna Good. hear a you're gonna hear a week from now. Um, but 
uh, there is like a like a still shot picture of this suspect. Um, he was wearing like I think a black hat and a gray sweater or something. Um, but yeah, this the whole like executions in the streets. I mean, dude, that that's literally wild wild west stuff. Like, this is what California is becoming, and you have Newsom go down there to like the the train area last week that we talked about. And he said, he goes, what the hell's going on with this state? Hi, 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 Gavi. Did you just walk outside your house and just now notice this stuff? This stuff has been going on. But you get the morons who keep voting for these people back in here again. So, um, yeah, so you get things like, that's what cops deal with. You know, they deal with the, the guy in Tennessee, mental people. And here's the thing, you know, you mentioned something, Wilson, you said, um what are you gonna do you know have a a mental health person be there i'm all for that uh if they're there in a speaking form with other cops there to protect that person but you don't send them in by themselves kind of like you would do like like a hostage negotiator you have the person even in the situation in tennessee i wouldn't i wouldn't have that person standing there talking to him i'd have him probably way back trying to speak over a loudspeaker because that adds to the situation Here's a phone yeah. or something, something like that, you know, you not by themselves, because w- what would happen if, uh, you know, we, we heard, didn't we do a story on it not that long ago where there was like a social worker that went somewhere to talk to someone and they got shot. Yeah. And then, um, you know, this one, we did a couple episodes ago, this whole communist manifesto thing about sending in social workers to do things. You know, I yeah. still have this paper. I didn't throw it away because I'm like, um, I'm like sitting here, like, really evaluating this stuff because this is scary crap man you know and and it's it's coming dude if, if it's it and i was we were talking on our uh our marco polo and you know you have two very very liberal states on both sides of the coast you have new york you have california california once you know their little borders open new york i'm pretty sure they're the same so it's like those are two ports of entry right there yeah. right where right where we could get uh you know people coming into our country from both sides but yeah it's wild wild west dude so let's keep masks on so that it's hard to identify people dude i know <laughs> so uh we are going to switch gears now the real wth show presents earthly oddities That reminds me, uh, <laughs> there was this video, this thing I sent uh, Steph, and it was cracked me up. So you're not on the, the webs there, Wilson, with social medias, but there's this video that went around, and it was uh, it says, when you're on hold with customer service and they drop this banger, so I want you to see the video real quick, so it's like a, like it looks like a hip-hop show, people dancing. Oh, I think I saw that. But this is the song. We've all had that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, whenever I play the Earthly Oddity song, I do that same dance. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, get it. Mm-mm. So um, this right here, we love 
weird stories. Uh, Wilson, you told us a while back about your weird story of up in the sky. You thought you saw yourself. That was last week. UFO. Was yeah, that on the was show or Marco Polo? I can't remember you said that. Probably Marco Polo. So and then saw- I, 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 I talked to Ryan because he saw something as well. His was crazy. His was crazy. And it, um, it was over the ocean, which makes sense. Uh, a lot of stuff happens over the ocean because the reasons I told you, um, not as many people out there, but this was close enough to the shore that he could see it. And then he's like, yeah, I totally didn't think about bringing my phone out to try and record it. And I was like, oh, that's funny because that happens to a lot of people when they see stuff like that. And then I was like, you know what? That reminds me. I actually recorded mine and I totally forgot about it. Then I go into my phone to look. And the videos are not there. It's like it, someone uh, erased it. Yeah. <laughs> so this story comes to us from Fox News. Um, astronomers spot spooky object in our galactic backyard. This was two days ago, Wilson. There's a yard in the galaxy. There is, dude. You know, but you know, they need to start paying their landscapers because it's starting like, to get a little like, nasty. Like grass or like prison? Um, it could be both. You could have okay. the, the, the the grassy yard, but that one section that's all blood stained with and then stained with other bodily fluids. So it says researchers in Australia said they located a spooky item about 4,000 light years away that mysteriously becomes one of the brightest objects in the sky for about one minute every 20 minutes, uh, according to the report. Natasha Hurley Walker, an astrophysicist... But 4,000 years ago. Right. Or when okay. or when Joe Biden was first born. Come on, man! Um, yeah. And it says right here, uh, Natasha Hurley Walker, an astrophysicist from Australia's Curtin University... Um, International Center for Radio Astro. This is like a mouthful. Australia's Curtin University International Center for Radio Astro Astronomy Research. <sighs> True international pressure. I'll just. Dude, I'll he had a, he had another gaffe in uh, Pittsburgh yesterday. <laughs> Do you hear him trying to talk? No, um, it's great. But I know he made up. a no. He made a bridge fall. Yeah, yeah. It's ironic. It's not at all perfectly timed it said uh said observing its odd burst of radiation was a bit spooky because there's nothing known in the sky that does that here's a picture of like a like an exploding star i guess it says nova a white dwarf not peter dinklage that assimilates gaseous gaseous uh matter from a neighboring star suddenly becoming all all dwarfs matter (laughs) adm man adm um (laughs) Suddenly, you gotta get a shirt made, dude. I'm telling you, that's like hotcakes. Suddenly becoming extremely bright before it returns to its initial brightness. Uh, Fizz.org reported that there are theories about what the object could be. The main theory is that the object is a neutron star or a white dwarf. Again, not Mini Me or Peter Dinklage, which the website identified as collapsed cores of stars with an ultra powerful magnetic field, which is kind of scary because. You know, that there's like a billion suns is essentially what that is. And I'm like, yeah, but the closest star to us is the sun. 
Hurley Walker also pointed out that the object is 4,000 light years away, which may sound like a long haul, but it is seen by astrophysicists as essentially akin to being in our own galactic backyard, which I hate that because they do that with like um, asteroids. Oh, it's going to graze Earth. Like now I think of graze like it's going to come to our atmosphere and like maybe cause a wave. No, as an explosion, you might not even see it with the naked eye. It's that far away. Okay, real quick, let me just say something. How professional Wilson is right now. He had a big sneeze coming on, but it happened like really, really fast. You folks didn't hear that. There was no edit in there. He hopped on the mute button that quick. It was amazing. Well done, sir. Well done. You just made my editing way easier. I'm leaving that in. (laughs) Yeah, I hate you. Handy, are you back? Um. She said there is a theory about a slowly spinning neutron star, but nobody expected to, to directly detect one like this because we didn't expect them to be so bright. Somehow it's converting magnetic energy to radio waves much more effectively than anything we've ever seen before. So, so basically, does that mean that the magnetic, they're actually picking sounds up from just the, the I guess, the explosion from the, the gas in the star? That'd be impossible, I think. Because there's no sound in space. In space, nobody can hear you scream. Yeah. If a tree falls in space, does it really fall? No, because there's no sound. That's what I liked about that movie called Gravity with Sandra Bullock. And it really freaked me out when they're outside the spaceship. And then uh, I think they said like a satellite or whatever exploded somewhere else. And it was in the Earth's rotation. And all of a sudden it starts to hit. And you don't hear anything. And like, so you see it happening, but couldn't hear it. And once she touches the shuttle, she could hear like the vibrations of it. I'm like, that's so eerie, dude. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I didn't see this. I mean, the 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 bright star, bright object, but I, I thought this was interesting because obviously this is not the same thing that you saw, definitely not the thing that Ryan saw, because this thing's not moving. Ryan's thing was moving. So was mine. Right. Yeah. No, but Ryan, Ryan, yours disappeared. Yeah. Ryan's disappeared. Both of them. Yeah. And I saw one with my mom uh, when I was about 13 years old that we thought was a satellite going across my, oh, look, because satellites you can actually see with your bare eyes. You can see it just go yeah. cruising. And it just keeps on going, going, going until it breaches the horizon and then it goes away. Um, but this thing went, 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 went. Also, it just went gone. Right. Uh, what? So it was almost like it was a, really really slow moving shooting star that sped up and disappeared i'm like okay yeah. what the crap was that it, it's weird man so anytime i see these stories pop up because being out here i could and and especially where you live um i can actually see more of the sky at night yeah um so it's this stuff kind of interest me more because when i lived in sacramento i couldn't see a thing i didn't know you know well what's a star you know i've never <laughs> seen it like hollywood stars you know matt damon heck yeah channing tatum get involved matt damon speaking of channing tatum he's got a cool movie coming out with the dog i saw a preview of that uh-huh um my two favorite things <laughs> channing and his tatum starring in dog the bounty hunter wrong dog um so here i originally saw this okay on 
not the B, which is you have the Babylon B, which is like the conservative version of the onion, which is hilarious. But then you have not the B, which is basically like, hey, we're, we're kind of affiliated with them, but this is actually real. This isn't satire. Um, but it says right here, and Wilson, we've all met people like this, okay? Alabama man accused of keeping meth-fueled attack squirrel faces new charges. We've all met people that's, like this. That's news? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, especially out here. <laughs> <laughs> i mean can you imagine like killing that thing and eating as gravy you eat your gravy oh my god it was the best gravy i've ever had that's the most amazing gravy i've ever had i, I got some salt some seasoning some little hit, hit a little bit of two-step oh yeah you know oh, you're like we're gonna get into that later <laughs> we will be getting to that um so it says right here mickey Polk um was arrested in 2019 after authorities received a tip about the alleged the allegedly drug squirrel Aside from the rodent, uh, police found body armor and meth. The trial of an Alabama man accused of by police of keeping an attack squirrel. I think it's so funny. What makes it an attack squirrel, really? Or an assault squirrel? <laughs> what makes it an assault squirrel? It has like a, an extra set of nuts. <laughs> that he made more aggressively aggressive by giving it methamphetamine has been delayed as he faces new charges. Mickey Polk was arrested in 2019 after authorities received a tip about the alleged drug squirrel. Um, I've already read that part. Again, don't do that. Don't add your headline and then add it again in the report. I will read yeah. it twice and it'll really piss me off. <sighs> NBC News uh, affiliate WAFF or WAF of Huntsville reported Monday that Polk was set to start a bench trial that was continued until the end of February because Polk's attorney was not present in court. After his 2019 arrest, Polk 38 was charged with possession of a wild animal, stolen property, and weapon possession by a felon. And, and the Limestone County Sheriff's Office released images of the alleged attack squirrel. Oh, cute little fella. Cute little guy. Um, after releasing the squirrel into the wild, the Limestone County Sheriff said there was no safe way to test the squirrel for meth. <laughs> Step aside over here, will you? you know, put your hands on the car. You know, yeah. do you submit to testing? We're going to, have to take you downtown. They give it like a breathalyzer. They draw blood, do that little thing. They'll flick the little packet, you know, do all, stuff. <laughs> all right. You know, we got to put you in detox for a while. Figure out what we're going to do with you. Um, NBC all vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> Look, kids, you don't want to end up like the squirrel right here. It's a 45 year old lady. This is what math does to you. Um, NBC News reported in 2019 that Polk showed up in a later social media video saying his pet squirrel, which he said he had raised since it was young, returned to the sound of his whistle when he visited the home after the police raid. Wow. The man will face additional charges from a 2021 arrest on charges of chemical endangerment of a child and methamphetamine trafficking at a later trial. After his arrest in 2019, Polk took to the internet to acknowledge his squirrel had bitten people, but he denied it was drugged. The public isn't in danger from the meth out squirrel and the, <laughs> i would hate to be the spokesperson for this and i have to keep a straight face the public isn't in danger how would i do that <clears throat> um the public isn't in any danger from the meth out squirrel in the neighborhood he's not on meth i'm pretty sure better not find out he's on meth anyway i don't think he likes that he's shit. in a halfway house right now a well actually nest says, it, it, yeah <laughs> Half point nest. It does say right here that he said it with a chuckle. Um, 
but it says right here, I don't think he likes that S. Um, the Limestone County Sheriff and Prosecutor Chris Conley did not immediately respond to NBC News request for comments. Um, and it said that they're declining to release the name of his attorney. Um, Squirrel's attorney? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, <laughs> yeah, who is the attorney? It's like Chip and Dell show up. This whole, all... this whole story is nuts. <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny? I think I remember hearing about this guy, a video of him saying the squirrel come to his house by whistling. I remember um, back when I worked at the jail, um, trying to be as discreet as possible. There was a fella in there that was really, let's just say, a lot like this guy. And he was in there because he was giving his dog heroin. Yeah, calm down, you know. <laughs> Time to go a, to sleep. Was it a husky? I don't blame you, pal. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, but he was one of the guys that we we always had issues with. Dude was, I mean, yeah, he was crazy and just totally like just weird. But he was a we call him uh, window warriors. They would just yell at you through the window. And at this location where he was at, there's like a, a sliding uh like door that's remote controlled um to get in there and he wouldn't back away and so we all we had our tasers out we're like you better back away dude you gotta get back in your cell he's like no you know f you i'm gonna kill you we're like, all right all right and he's like actually yelling at me i'm like this is this is my first experience actually having this happen i'm sitting i'm thinking to myself well, this is crazy everyone's around me is like this is thursday this is normal <laughs> <laughs> like that and so then he spits on the window then he proceeds to wipe it down like clean it off again i'm like oh okay like you know no harm no foul right and then the second that door opened the tasers went up pointed the dude went right to the ground we didn't tase him but the dude went to the ground and like like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm like oh my gosh he's he's about as awesome as like an antifa keyboard warrior yeah, you know yeah basically is nothing once once you know you push comes a shove yeah but he looks a lot like this guy too. That's why I was a little worried. Oh, and that same guy, by the way, later on, a couple years down the road, tried friend requesting me on Facebook. Weird. Whoa. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what ever happened to him. Maybe, maybe we'll talk after the show, Wilson. I can have you look it up for me, see if he's still in there. Um, see if he still works at the mall. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, dude, people don't give squirrels meth like yeah what it says it never attacked anybody okay which which is cool because one these things like squirrels naturally aren't friendly <laughs> i remember i was in capitol park in sacramento i'm like oh i'm gonna give it some bread and my older sister's like i wouldn't do that's about all she got and this thing went like i'm like oh my gosh luckily it, it did bite me but it didn't break any skin or anything but i was like oh these things are jerks yeah They're not friendly apparently i think it was last episode we were talking about the train full of monkeys or the trailer full of monkeys yeah i think one did bite somebody it did and that person <laughs> went to the hospital and they had like flu-like symptoms or whatever yeah yeah gave him <laughs> fauci flu God, i'm like dude these we need to have uh like a when animals attack like yeah. uh series or like and a, i think like, before that we had the tiger story right yeah dude we are on a roll <laughs> and speaking of tiger the tiger king got resentenced today or did, yesterday. 21 years yeah they took one year off <laughs> yeah. 
he's never going to financially recover from that. No, um, no. But yeah, there's a theme here, folks. We love animals more than this guy loves giving his squirrel meth. Um, but yeah, it, it's there's some weird people out there, man. Where, where was this again? Alabama. Oh, shocking. Uh, allegedly, they're not friends anymore, though. The squirrel? The squirrel and the guy. He's a, he's a dealer. No, no. The guy was too jealous of the squirrel's teeth. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you got pretty teeth there, squirrel boy. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's so weird. So weird. I want to do, uh, before we go, uh, I wanted to do this before we go into the final show credits, before we roll that beautiful bean footage. Um, where's it at? So last week our beers and cheers we had it was just it was a sad one but it was we had a lot of police officers on there yeah uh, and we said we would update you so uh finally we were able to put out a show before this goes on so thin line brewing are making oh yeah the officer ty linehan tribute t-shirts um and I'm, I'm just gonna read this uh right down here from uh thin line brewing's uh facebook page go for our yeah, on their Facebook page, go follow them on there. Um, so the graphics are done and the teas are ready for order online now. This is a pre-order for the teas. Please read all the way through. Um, basically, 100% of the net proceeds will be donated to the family of Officer Lanahan. Um, this is a pre-order, which means your order you order before they are printed to make sure you grab yours in the size you need. Those, this, those also help us gauge how many are needed, which is very important for the state of supply. Orders will, will cut off on Tuesday, February 2nd. So not a whole lot of time at, at 12 p.m. So It'll, when this comes out, you'll have a day. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, I, I think I shared this. I can't remember. They will be available for pickup the day of the fundraiser on February 19th and for two weeks after at the brewery. There will be a very small amount the, the, available the day of the fundraiser. So grab yours now. So uh does that mean so the so the day of the fundraiser is february 19th then yeah okay yeah so if you can't get the shirt you know february 19th go to thin line brewing show your support there as well yeah um which is equally as good and it, it will mean the world to the family um at and uh if you need an address for the brewery um it's on their website at thinlinebrewing.com uh, there'll be a very small amount of available the day of the fundraiser. So grab yours. Now shipped orders will go out in the order they are received and will go out multiple days around the date of the fundraiser. Um, so um, it says we will not be answering emails, messages regarding orders. Uh, they just, they get too many of those, it, Yeah, it, which is a good problem to have, not, not problems, but just uh, you know, you're I've ordered, I think I've only missed one shirt since i think um i've always gotten mine you will get it don't worry it will happen they've always uh come through um you will be fine and the design on this one's awesome you know i i was it a gray one uh they had it on gray they might have it on different shirts i don't know but uh that that uh wheel and the wings uh -huh. i'm pretty sure that's the logo that elk grove motors uses because uh, Scott has a challenge coin that's up there from Elk Grove Motors, and it's oh, that's got cool. that same okay. design on it. Yeah, I see it now. Okay, so yeah, so 
the the shirt I, I think this is i'm not sure if they all look like this but it says uh thin line brew co on the back uh road warriors um and it says uh Ro- i think road warrior living the dream i think that's gonna be the beer that they're making in honor of him i believe i'm assuming yeah because Amer- they have that on there. it says american ipa right underneath of it yeah um so and then the back of the shirt um it has like you know it's a, a circle and then it has it says uh thin line bruco on the top in blue it says road warrior american ipa and it has the symbol you're talking about with the wings and the and the tire american flag in the back um El Girl PD Motors and then uh Ty Linehan and his badge number and 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 a watch date and everything. Cool looking shirt, man. Um, definitely get it. Um, and I believe all the shirts there run true to size because my my two X I always get are two X. It's not like they're ever uh too small or too big. So uh they're get those two extra dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it, dude. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm trying to save some cash, you know. Speaking of that too, this already happened, but Cool Beer Works also did a fundraiser yesterday for them. Okay. Because from what I read, I'm not 100% on this, but from what I read, uh, the owner of Cool Beer Works was on his way to work and actually came up on the scene right after it happened. Um, So he was there with Ty um, before he died. Oh, yeah wow that's rough yeah yeah and and i know that he lived out in that area as well and cool i i don't know if it was cool but he lives like the um he's getting buried in rescue that's oh where, that's right that's right yeah and that's closer to the wilson compound yeah not too far right yeah okay now the moment you guys have been waiting for today is the day this is the end bye Bye. Later, dudes. I, I can't remember which order went. Um, today's the day where we're grilling with the guys. Yeah. So I actually took some pictures already. I have not. Well, I, I actually prepped some stuff last night because I realized that that's know, when I took pictures. Was okay. Because I realized, you know, I'm probably gonna be shoveling snow tomorrow. I might not have time to do this part of it tomorrow. Just I'll just do this tonight. We're gonna be grilling um today taking pictures ryan will be grilling today taking pictures and next episode we'll be talking about it about yeah what we made and what our wives thought of it yeah now i'm not there's only one other person on earth right now that knows what i'm making yeah me too and it's not my wife oh mine is my wife Oh, mine is your wife also. Oh, okay. Yeah, she asked me and I told her because she's not a judge of mine. Ah. So you cheated already. How did I cheat? It still has to taste good. Because I I don't want Steph to know what I'm making. One, it looks, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to take a picture. It does not look good. (laughs) (laughs) I have zero hope in this competition right now. Um. But she asked me what I was making. And I told her uh, my wife has no idea uh, what I'm making. It, it might be good. It might not. So I was going to say, hey, we should go to the store and get some stuff for dinner. She goes, are you making dinner? Well, you know, back up just in case this ends up in the trash. <laughs> I think I called an audible last night. Oh, I switched up 
God took out the pickles. <laughs> like old no, things. No, I switched up what I was. Same, same entree base, but okay. switched up how I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's still on the grill, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because that's the stipulation. So the stipulations with grill with the guys has to be on a grill. Has now to can... involve pickles. And it has or, to involve... Well, not pickles. Has to involve the pickle jar. Well, something, not the jar. Something in the pickle jar. Something, so pickles yes, or, or, or the juice or both. Yeah. Um, now, so it has to be cooked on a grill and have that secret ingredient or, or the main ingredient. Um, you, you could use a frying pan on the grill if you want. It's still being yeah. cooked on the grill. You could do that the the heat source has to be a grill or a smoker because ryan has a smoker which we were a little confused by because he says his is you could grill on his but he says he doesn't have a little plate um to do that so i'm kind of wondering how he's supposed to grill his yeah, i don't know um i don't know um but i'm i can tell you this i'm actually doing mine on a charcoal grill tonight i'm doing mine on a pellet okay grill. can i actually, actually mine's going to be smoked technically so okay can i ask you what flavor uh pellet you're using um i'd have to look yeah i i i got actually the reason why i'm not smoking mine is i uh i haven't cleaned out my smoker uh since i last used it and it it's kind of just been sitting out there so i gotta like do the um i'm at the very end of like the bag of one of my pellets so it's kind of like the pellets that are all broken up so I'm gonna um, empty it out the little. There's a little thing in the back where you could drain it and empty it, and then I was just gonna turn it on and burn all that off, and then clean it up a little bit, maybe store it away for the winter and just do charcoal outside because we get some elements out here, man. Like like it's negative eight <laughs> out here right now, and so I don't want it to ruin anything electronically inside. Uh, so I'm going full on charcoal today with it, um, which will be kind of cool. Um, now, oh, so so we talked about the basis of the competition with it being uh, has you know it has to be on the grill. It has to have the main ingredient. Yeah. Now, as far as judging goes, we're having our wives judge, which yeah. usually are our biggest and uh, most uh, forward people in our lives that are like, I don't like that, <laughs> you know. Um, so it was what was it? Um, if they like it. So a simple yes or no. So if it's a no, automatically we already know that, that that that's out. If they say yes, okay, cool. Would you have us make it again? Yes. Okay, awesome. Would you have us make it exactly like this again? Not like, hey, you make this again, but next time do it like this. Nope. Yeah. It has to be exactly like this. We're setting the standards pretty high here because a lot of our conversations on Marco Polo are about food. That's what guys talk about. We like yeah. food. And grilling. And grilling. And Ryan is always making tri-tip and it looks delicious. So we're just like, okay, so we need to do this. We need to be passionate about it. So now the question for you, Wilson, is are we just going to alternate? Like since you picked the secret or the, the main ingredient this time and then next time yeah, you, and, and then like you or Ryan can pick it. Yeah. yeah and then basically, you know, because whoever wins gets to pick it. But the thing is like, you know, I think we should just alternate. Like it goes like you, Ryan, me, you, Ryan, me, you, Ryan, me. And it's just yeah. bragging points at that point. Like, oh, Ryan, you know, and then at the end of the year or whatever, you know, Grandmaster Chef Ryan or Grandmaster Chef Wilson. 
and then you know i don't know i want to inspire people to cook you know grill up i think it's fun now yeah. i've and i was telling you guys yesterday i've never cooked outside in the snow and so i'm like a little worried that i'm not going to be able to keep my my grill up to like heat because it's cold you'll just have your final decision at like 11 o'clock at night <laughs> right take that well, well i have till what sunday <laughs> to get yeah. it done so um worst case scenario i'll just you know go burn down a meth lab and just cook it over that you know find a squirrel wherever that squirrel's getting his stuff you know you know just light it up but it'll be fun um i'm gonna take some pictures uh my thing i, I don't have hopes for mine at all you picked a pretty your ingredient didn't seem like it was that difficult um until i started thinking about it. I'm like oh man okay well there's a lot i can do to it but you gotta be really careful with what you do with it well what are you cooking because i might be able to help you no it's cheating oh <laughs> yeah oh speaking of which um we were, we were i mentioned earlier i did like a little you know hit him with the two-step dude so i watched a still cracker video the other day of him spatchcocking a chicken uh dude i mean it's a little bit of a process but no, it's super easy but when he's done with it i'm like oh because you get to season both sides of the chicken the inside and the outside yeah and it just looks like it's so flavorful yeah I, I can't wait to do that dude that looks like so much fun but he said uh you need a pretty good filleting knife you know just because you just right down the middle and then just kind of yeah. peel away which i think i have but if not i could go buy one i'm sure they're not that expensive yeah but so after this show's being recorded once we sign off um i'm basically going to the grill you're waiting a few hours because i'm three hours ahead of you it's like oh, i still got stuff to prepare it's so. still breakfast time for you guys out there jeez yeah um, mcdonald's hasn't even switched over their menu yet that's how early it is over there so i'm looking forward to it um now i guess we, we could share the pictures once we're done well i guess we could share the pictures right with 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 me and each other oh i guess so yeah so you just send me your pictures once you're done once you're done with everything uh and why don't and... we just send pictures as we're doing it are you gonna change something in the middle no what i'm saying is are you gonna post to instagram your pictures oh no i don't know how to do that tell me right that's why i need you to send me the pictures or you could so have... I'll send you them as i'm going yeah, or you could just have, you know, Clarissa the Cupid do it for you. Oh, okay. Because um, I, I was actually going to just take pictures and as Maybe a whole. she could explain it all to me. As a whole. And then post them to Instagram as we go. Um, once, I'm, once I'm done completely, completely. That way I can't turn back. So you'll see the preparation and then the end product. And that's it. Should be fun. Should be interesting. Should be wild. That's all I got, dude. That's it. All right. Well. Um, bye. Goodbye. Later, dudes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. I'll be back. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. I'll catch you on the flip side. You got it, Jobin. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Ladies on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody, they're fine. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Then let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. I'm Joe Biden, and I can't remember this message.
Stop it. Let's go, Brandon.